0: Logical empathy. Episode 8. Today I want to talk about consciousness in men. This was an interesting idea from a workshop I just came from. And central idea I'm going to talk about consciousness in men, but the leader said one specific thing. He said that women feel unsafe when they are they feel unheard, unseen, and when their partner, their man-partner, it's a weird way to say man, has less consciousness than they do. And we spent a lot of time talking about what consciousness was, and here's what I think consciousness is. It is an ability to understand all the repercussions of your actions. It's that simple. And some of those repercussions are involve empathy to understand the repercussions of what you say and what you don't say and the tone and all these various things. So as an example, if we snap at our wife or girlfriend or female partner inappropriately like out of out of anger, context inappropriate, or whatever it may be, that's a lack of consciousness. It, in the, to the extent that it's inappropriate, it is not thoughtful. It's okay to get angry, but you should be doing it thoughtfully. If it's done unthoughtfully, it's not conscious. You're not making a, a well-informed decision to get angry. So, the idea is that we only make decisions that we've thought through. We understand all the repercussions of our actions because we've thought through them. And here's why that's important, is that one of the giant complaints of women is that men lack empathy. Men aren't as aware of other people's emotions, and for that reason, It is a cultural norm that is being pushed to make men more empathetic. And on the surface, there's nothing wrong with that goal. The difference is it's being pushed by women using the feminine model of empathy to just have not infinite caring but a level of emotional understanding that, in and of itself, is sufficient. But that's not how men do. That's not how men are. That's not how men handle empathy. They do. That. They do empathy, but it's a subset of consciousness. Consciousness. Okay, anger is part of consciousness, as is choosing to choosing to be aware of how things are going to play out and sometimes that can include hurt feelings this isn't to say that women don't hurt feelings but they do it less than men in the course of setting boundaries Feelings have to be hurt because there's going to be conflict eventually in the course of enforcing boundaries. And since men enforce boundaries, it is part of who we are and what we do, then we have to be willing to go into conflict, which means necessarily hurting feelings. We just do it consciously. Setting boundaries improperly, hurting feelings without without being aware of it and then people, and then women or others are hurt and it was just thoughtless on a man's part that what we really don't think about is how much people's feelings get hurt. And this isn't just one-on-one, right? I mean, this could be whole communities. If we're not conscious of, you know, whether it be women black people, um, immigrants, whoever they may be. These are groups of people and as we make these choices, there are going to be repercussions and we have to know what they are and be conscious of them. We don't have to necessarily act on them, but what we can't do is be ignorant of other people's emotions and not use them as data pieces in the course of our decision making. That's really the point. Consciousness is taking all the data points into account, and one of those crucial data points is empathy. So the point is, men lack empathy, and instead of teaching consciousness, we're being taught empathy by itself, which doesn't have, empathy is a tool in the tool belt, of consciousness but it isn't consciousness in and of itself and empathy isn't a tool for setting and holding boundaries it's not because it doesn't allow anger it doesn't allow the the difficulties of an interaction that has a win lose Empathy isn't always win-win, but it's it's about mutual understanding and caring. And that just isn't a tool that men use in the same way. The, one of the pushbacks might be, what if men aren't met, meant to set and hold boundaries? in which case they can be just empathetic and not conscious. I can buy that. I don't think it's accurate for most men though. It is, as I came from this workshop where we discussed consciousness, what we discussed was how men secure the perimeter in the relationship and what that means is, here's where the term comes from, is that when a group of lions are feeding on a zebra that they've killed, they don't want any hyenas or anything else coming in to like mess with them while they're eating. So one lion does a circle around the other lions, securing the perimeter so that no other animals come and disturb the lions in the center while they're eating and the lions can eat without being disturbed and the idea is that men hold a physical and emotional boundary around a family and inside that boundary is a woman and the family who don't need to a set boundaries because they've been set by the man but B can relax and I, I guess this is misogynistic. I don't know why, but women prefer to relax. The feminine prefers to relax. It is how men are built to go into battle, to have conflict, to set and hold boundaries. We are physically built this way. We are emotionally built this way. We're emotionally built this way when we're conscious that's how we do it and that's why it's important and why we differentiate it from empathy and why when we're taught the more feminine style of caring about other people's feelings which is empathy as the only tool it's ineffective it doesn't give us it's a soft It's a softness, empathy is a softness. To care about other people is a nurturing characteristic that is, and in no way am I taking value away from it. It's vitally important and crucial that people have it. It is completely unacceptable for a man to have no empathy, completely. And to the extent that I'm saying that women are generally more empathetic and men should do empathy as a subset of being conscious, that's what I believe and that's how biology is designed and that's how couples and families work best. And what's gonna happen is that it's gonna come out misogynistic. For some reason, and I have really no idea why, I guess because I'm putting people into boxes. And even though these boxes are at a minimum 80% true, for some reason, we don't wanna organize the world in the way that it works best. We wanna make something up. We wanna make something else up because we don't want, I don't know, I don't know. I get, yeah, I do know. I. The answer would be because we want, we want women to feel just as capable and not less than. And as we differentiate and say that men Men are built for conflict, that implies men are more skilled at conflict, which I don't disagree with. Like, emotional conflict is one thing, right? If it's just an argument, but in terms of anger and drawing a line in the sand. holding the negative emotions in place and handling them them with a stoicism. One of the things I say is that men are very emotional, but not in conflict. Their anger is measured because they're conscious. They understand the repercussions of their actions, and if they get inappropriately angry, they escalate a situation. Therefore, they stay appropriately angry if they are conscious. That's why it's important. Women can be conscious too. That's fine. Women should be conscious. Men must be conscious. And women are naturally empathetic. Maybe that's too much. I'm putting women into a box. Which I think is—I I don't know anybody who would disagree with this. Uh, I guess there are women sociopaths, not many though. Ninety-nine percent. Let me do this. Ninety-nine percent of women are empathetic, and unfortunately, a fraction of women of, sorry—of men are conscious. And by when I say a fraction, you know, what it actually varies. It actually varies. If we look at the red areas of the map, county by county in the United States, those men are more conscious. It's not all of them. They're more conscious. As men in the blue areas who, are, who were taught empathy and not consciousness, they, they're less conscious. That is what I believe, and that is based on, you know, I don't need data but i have a feeling based on the cultural <sighs> cultural norms that exist and the many thousands of people i've met in various areas that i can draw a pattern from another thing i like to say men are kind by choice not by nature and that fits along with the consciousness and and not being empathetic as a soul means to interpersonal relations. I think that's mostly what I'm talking about. Interpersonal relations, women are generally, generally handle that via empathy, by understanding other people's points of view and being empathetic and sympathetic to other people's plights and using that to inform their decision making. Whereas men, if they are conscious, do interpersonal relations via taking in empathy as a data point, but also being aware that my stuff is my stuff, whether that be my emotions, my family, or my resources. And if you cross me, we'll have a conflict. And so you're completely conscious of how things are gonna play out, because they have to be, because conflict is a potential eventuality, and they have to be able to take it to the most extreme case, and by that I mean violence, and It's just something men are called to do, and it's something everybody wants. No, I'm not saying men need to be violent. I'm saying men need to be capable of violence, but only when it's necessary, because they're conscious. Violence is the last tool in the tool belt. Boy, have I used that metaphor a lot however it's a necessary tool and should only be used when necessary unconscious men use violence inappropriately and that's why all men should be conscious guys who fight you know when somebody brushes past somebody and they like touch shoulders and somebody doesn't apologize ridiculous those guys are unconscious Guys who get drunk and fight in bars, ridiculous. They're unconscious. They can be conscious while they're sober. They're unconscious while they're drunk. Obviously. Obviously. Violence is a last resort. But it's, a, it's necessary sometimes. Because that's how boundaries are enforced. And it's important. So... That is the end of episode eight of Logical Empathy. And that's it. Thank you.